Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking Step 12. Yes, we are to Step 12 and it is love. And tonight we are talking about boundaries and how we can love ourselves to having better boundaries with those relationships and uh, people and situations that are around us. Uh, I am Kelly Fox, your co-host tonight, and my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre, is not yet on the call, so we will wait to bring her on. Um, But we are super excited to have with us a guest coach who is a coach from our FLY, or Fearless Living Institute community, and so she's my FLY sister. And um, we're excited to have her on tonight. How are you doing, Christy Marshall? I am doing well, other than just trying to fight a migraine. So you guys maybe out there in California don't experience the sinus issues that we do. But here in Michigan, fall, spring, anytime the weather's changing, we get all kinds of sinus issues. And along with that comes migraines. So that's what I'm doing right now is battling through that, but I'll get through it. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being here. It's midnight and you have a migraine and yet you're yes. still here <laughs> up for a fearless generation. That's right. We appreciate I love you guys. That. <laughs> and Terry there has joined us. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing good. I almost forgot, but I'm here. Yay! Even when you get a text message? (laughs) I didn't even look at my... I just got my phone out of my purse right now. (laughs) Hi, Chrissy. It's so good to hear your voice. Hello, you too. Thank you guys for having me on. Oh, our pleasure. We love having you. Anytime. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. So, Christy, so, I don't know if you guys want you... me to try... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell us what, it, what kind of coach you are. And, All right. Yeah. Okay. So, my name is Christy Marshall, and I am a relationship and connection coach. And what that means is I work with people that would like to improve any relationship in their life, um, whether it be with their self, whether it be an intimate relationship, um, whether it be work-related, a friendship, familial, parental, any kind of, work, any kind of relationship that is happening in your life. Um, and what I do is I work with my clients on building better communication skills and setting boundaries. So this is right up my alley. Um, And just any, any kind of um, tool that can help their relationships excel and be effective and, 
and empower them in each of those relationships. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so I like I said, this is right up my alley tonight because this is one thing I really like to to um, work with my clients on. Well, good. I'm so glad we have you here because that means that our listeners are getting a special treat. <laughs> <laughs> well, and one thing I always like to say to people, um, you know, when I'm talking about relationship and connection is um, – Behind food, water, and shelter, connection is our number one need. Um, we need to connect with others. It's, it's, it sustains us. It, you know, it builds us as human beings. And whether that connection be a smile at somebody today or, you know, all the way up to a marital connection. But we need those connections in our life um, in various ways and various forms. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. When you were talking about that, it made me think of, um, I don't know if you saw it, but that movie Castaway with uh, Tom Hanks mm-hmm. and how yes. he's up all by himself and he creates connection to the to the volleyball. That's right. right? Like, <laughs> like we need it so badly that we'll, we'll create an imaginary character. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yep, that's right. And create all kinds <laughs> of stories with them. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah that really that really it was an interesting movie. I mean, it highlighted that so well, you know, so effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that I think that in our lives we can all we can all think of a time where we maybe felt disconnected, um, and and what that felt like and what it meant for us and how we had to turn around turn that around and and seek out that connection, where maybe somebody did it for us. <laughs> You know, but mm-hmm. it is super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And moving on to boundaries within those connections is mm-hmm. also very important, especially when the relationship is, um, I think, more important to us. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we can, you know, we have, I think that it's pretty easy for most, well, I mean, I'll just say it's pretty easy for me to identify a boundary with a stranger because you, there's, you know, definitely space involved. You need that space from them. Um, You're definitely not emotionally connected with them. Um, So yeah, we don't have the same same things going on for us that we do in the more, you know, more important relationships. So for sure, um, you know, those are going to feel different, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You're not, you're, yeah. So, yep. And I think yeah, that, you know, I you. know for me, I know for me when, um, you know, I first started my work in FLY, I didn't even, like, I really didn't know what the boundaries were. That was just not something that, you know, was talked about in my house. It wasn't, you know, I don't think it is in most people's houses unless you're unless you're really into it and you and you talk about it and it it becomes like I think so many people for so long have such a negative connotation about it and yet boundaries are really what help us define to another person what we're willing to accept and what we're not willing to accept and it's it actually creates a, a safer and more trusting environment to have those in place yeah yeah, I think um, I think most kids are taught like 
you know, oh, well, kiss your hand goodbye or, you know, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. This is what's respectful. This is what's not respectful. But, you know, I don't know if we, it, you know, if as a kid I was ever asked, is that okay with you? You know, right. is it okay with you, mm-hmm. if you if you go give this person a hug or if you sit on this person's lap or if you, you know, go do this or that, you know? So right. I, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think it's part of our culture necessarily to teach a kid what's okay and what's not. I think, though, um, it has started to become more of our culture, more of part of our culture in my children's lives. Um, mm-hmm. than it was in mine, you know, like we oh, teach I, our kids. I completely agree. What's okay, you know, what's okay for someone to say to you or or do to you and how you need to, you know, tell us about anything regardless of what they say and blah, 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 right? Like stranger danger mm-hmm. and all that, <laughs> all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, I think we, well, we as a society in general talk about a lot more things anyway, you know, it's just we're yeah. a lot more open um, just over the evolution of, of time. It's, it's become that way, especially with, you know, everything that we have in our society now, all the information that's in on the web and, you know, um, everything that is taught in the schools now. I mean, there's so much more information out there. And so, you know, things have become a lot more a lot easier to talk about and there's a lot more topics that we that are out there that we're comfortable talking about. So for sure that mm-hmm. has changed, which is great. Um, you know, but, but there's still, you know, still there, I, you know, I work with, I've worked, I'm work, actually working with a client now and, um, you know, sometimes I think people get confused on, um, you know, is it, is that just an expectation that I'm, with feeling or wanting or having, or is that really mm-hmm. like a boundary issue, you know, and that I thought that was a really interesting question. And, you know, we had to explore that because, you know, the key thing I think when you're talking about boundaries is how are you feeling about that situation or, um, you know, that interaction? What was it? Was there like a jolt? You usually, I feel like can, can tell in your body when something is not okay Usually mm-hmm. it hits us in our body first, and then we might have the thought like, oh, that didn't feel great or that wasn't okay. Um, and that's how I, I like to kind of differentiate that is, is was there a physical, like, reaction to it? Was there a feeling that came up? Um, because I think that's our kind of our first telltale sign. So I think it's, it's a huge thing to be in touch with your feelings. And um, know what that's coming from, um, because then you can explore it and you can determine, you know, you can make a determination and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think most of the time I don't know I have a boundary until it's been crossed. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, that ain't okay. And that, and (laughs) if I just left it at that, then I guess it would be an expectation. Like they should have known that that wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. They should have this, they should have that. Right. But once you realize that that behavior is not okay, then that's an opportunity to have a conversation and create Mm -hmm. an agreement that that behavior is not acceptable. And I think that's when it's a boundary. I think a lot of people, um, you know, they might say, Oh, 
well, you, you were stepping on my boundary. You're the, well, how was I supposed to know that? Right. That's you know? right. That's right. Unless unless you, is not unless a boundary clearly... until yeah, until it's been right. told to you, it's a boundary. <laughs> that's it. That's right, right. And then along with that boundary, you know, it, it you state what it is, what that boundary is, and what the consequence is. Like, you know, if you're going to continue to, you know, speak to me in that tone or, with, you know, or in, you know, saying those words that are unacceptable to me, then I'm just going to stop the conversation and, that's going to be, you know, we, we maybe can pick yeah. it up later, but it's, you know, that that's going to, you know, really determine, or it's going to be determined on, you know, how, how well we can kind of get through this, you know, boundary, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, and, yeah. um, you know, I always like, I always like to um, define like kind of the overall boundaries definition is basically just guidelines or rules on, you know, or limits that a person creates to identify what's reasonable, safe, and permissible for other people to behave towards them and how they're going to respond mm. when somebody, when somebody passes those limits. And, um, you know, that's the thing, like we really, I think a lot of people can say, oh, that'd be a boundary for me, but they may not say um, what the consequence is. Like they might say, that's not okay for me. But then they, there's no, like, you know, if that happens, this is what I'm going to do. Or they may think that but not follow through or share that information, you know, with yeah. the other person. So it's really, it's really important, like you said, to have that conversation and say, you know, this, this is what bothers me. And they, they, a lot of things in, in my research is, you know, be direct. Um, you know, when you're talking about your boundary, be direct. Um, and the, you know, and, and, you know, don't, I mean, you don't have to go into a lot of detail. You don't have to go, you know, you have to, you know, this is a boundary for me because blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just be direct, tell them what it is Mm -hmm. and then, you know, follow through on that. So, um, and I know for, I know, I know for me, um, you know, without having boundaries for so long, um, it was really difficult at first putting those into play. And so I had to start with small stuff, you know, I had, well, first I had to determine what even were my boundaries, you know, and then it was like maybe starting with, with a small step, like saying, okay, that, you know, when you say those words to me, that's not okay. Um, You know, cause that I could, as I was finding more and more of my voice, that became easier. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, like one thing I always say too is, um, or one thing that I experienced is, you know, I'm a hugger. So I, you know, always, I like to hug people, but then I thought, well, gosh, you know, that there might be people that don't like that. So I had to Mm -hmm. find myself saying, is it okay? You know, if I give you a hug right now, um, because, you know, I don't know what their boundaries are and, you know, I'm not going to just go, Hey, is that better for you? <laughs> you know, I want to be, mm-hmm. I want to bring it out into the open and make it easier for them too. Yeah. 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 Terry, what are you thinking about our conversation? Um, like from, you know, how you were raised to how you raised your children, how you see your grandchildren being raised, um, you know, and, your feelings around boundaries? Well, I just really 
enjoying listening to the conversation because I I um I agree so much with Christy about how you know you have to know a definition first of all of what a boundary is and then being able to articulate that takes a lot of courage and I think mm-hmm. it probably in my mother's generation you know thinking back when I was a child uh the world was a, a lot different um Mm-hmm. There weren't as many opportunities. Uh, I mean, there just wasn't as much turmoil and mm-hmm. um, danger in the uh, mm-hmm. in the everyday life as there is today. But I don't ever remember even having this conversation. You know, is that okay with you, or um, how do you feel about that? There was no real conversation about about feelings and. Um, being in situation, I mean, I was in situations where I didn't feel safe, mm-hmm. and, but I had, I didn't really have the knowledge or the ability to even say, I don't feel safe, so stop that or don't say that. You know, that just mm-hmm. wasn't a part of um, of our our conversations with our parents or in school or church or, you know. So then, when my children, when I was raising my children. Because I had had experiences myself where I didn't feel safe, I did mm-hmm. talk to them about if you feel like you're in a situation where someone is talking to you or doing something to you that you don't feel safe, I want you to just know that you can talk to me about it, you can tell me about it, and and don't be afraid to express your fears or your feelings that are uncomfortable. Um so I think that that changed just because of the experiences I had. Not that anyone ever told me uh, mm-hmm. that I could have boundaries, but because of the feelings that I'd had as a child and the experiences I had as a young adult, I knew what that felt like to be to not feel safe, and I didn't mm-hmm. want my children to have that feeling. So we would I would tell them that, and then by then in school they were also being taught, you know, that strangers couldn't be dangerous, and there was a lot of uh, things going on in in our culture where kids were being exploited, where it wasn't safe to have your children outside, un, you know, unaccompanied, and you just had to be much more aware of, um, you know, people trying to hurt your children or to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. There was just a lot of that going on at that time. It seems like now it's a regular conversation in school and in families there's much more um the stigma maybe or the embarrassment that went along with those kinds of situations it was more like oh keep things a secret don't talk about Mm -hmm. those kinds of things when I was a kid to where you can be more open in your conversations which allows you then to talk about boundaries and what's okay and what's not okay and to talk about your feelings and Children have more more of an open um, space to do that, and mm-hmm. it probably wasn't that way when I was a kid, and I know it wasn't that way when my mother was a child. You know, so things have changed a lot in terms yeah. of being safe, safe to express boundaries, and almost where there's an expectation that boundaries, just like Christy was saying, I ask people now if I can give them a hug. I mean, that would have never been, I mean, you would have been told to hug your, your relatives to, you know, mm-hmm. give your so-and-so a kiss. And I mean, like mm-hmm. you were saying, it was just, 
that was an expectation of uh, mm-hmm. for children to be that way. And I just think right. now it's more, the kids have more of a, they have more of a, 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 you know, an opportunity to express that and to say, I, you know, I don't feel safe. And even, is it okay if I give you a hug or is it okay if, if I, uh, you know, as a teacher, it got to be where you were, you know, you just, you didn't hug kids. You didn't, mm-hmm. you, know, you didn't let kids sit on your lap. You didn't, you know, it was became, it almost went the opposite uh, extreme. Extreme. From right. one extreme to the other. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's coming more to a center, to a balance mm-hmm. and people can express, is it okay if I give mm-hmm. you a hug? Is it okay? You know, if, uh, and, uh, you know, and then going even further, and for me, it's interesting because I have certain, you know, certain things aren't okay with me, like like bad language is not okay with me. It's never been okay with mm-hmm. me. And because I've been that way and been, been an example of that for a long time, people don't ever do it around me. And if they do, they immediately apologize. And it's not mm-hmm. anything I've really said. It's more of an example. And, mm-hmm. and I, you know, so I think sometimes boundaries, um, are portrayed by our values and people pick up on them where you don't have to explicitly right. say what your boundary is. People recognize it, you know? I don't know. Right, like, the same like making – well, no, I agree because I think that if you can if you can portray the action that you want in your life or don't mm-hmm. want, sometimes that conversation yeah. isn't ne- necessary, you know, if you yeah. lead by example, so to speak, like you said. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to have a conversation about it. People learn sometimes just by our actions. Um, so, you know, I think that's and that's good too, you know. That's a, that's a good yeah. way to do it if, yeah. cause you, if you don't always want to have to have a conversation about it, you know. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes she says it with a lot. thought. What? I said sometimes you say it with a look. Oh, I know. Right. That's my teacher look. My teacher look. Um, but I think right. it's a really inter- interesting conversation because I feel like it's generational and it's cultural. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in certain cultures, there are there's more openness, more compassion, more willing to be honest and take personal responsibility mm-hmm. for your mm-hmm. behavior and, and, and you know, that, uh, how that affects other people. And in some cultures, it's not, you know. It's, so I think it's it's very different in different uh, situations, you know. And so we, we sometimes are in situations where, you know, we have to be sensitive to the culture right. as, as well as mm-hmm. to protecting, feeling safe and being able to listen to our feelings. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's tricky. It's a tricky slope sometimes. It's kind of a slippery slope. And so mm-hmm. just be having that awareness and that willingness to – to have the courage to have boundaries sometimes takes more courage in certain situations than it does in others. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it's very, that, that line between boundaries and um, the word just left my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, Silent contract. Woohoo, it came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silent contracts and boundaries can, you know, can be a little fuzzed because, um, but if you haven't had the conversation, it's a silent contract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you right. know, and 
some people some people may be able to like Terry was saying they may be able to um, observe you and see that certain behaviors are are you know uh, not to your liking and refrain from doing mm-hmm. those but um, they may not be able to observe you and know that about you and so you know that initial um, time that they may like maybe they cuss around you or they do something else around you that not to your liking, um, you know, that's your, that's your opportunity to stand for that boundary and say, oh, you may not know this, but I don't, I don't appreciate that type of language around me. Um, mm-hmm. So when we when we converse, I would like you to not use those words, right? Instead mm-hmm. of, because the flip side is like, oh, they crossed my boundary, right? But they didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's being innocence. Yeah, seeing innocence in, in other people and saying, Okay, well they may not know. They just didn't know. Um, you know, and then, then and then taking the opportunity to 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 share it with them for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's it's also I think uh, you know, we we in the the world of fearless living we have these uh, eight coaching strategies that lead to fearless conversations and I think those mm-hmm. those really help you when you're establishing boundaries uh, with mm-hmm. others because you want you want to be able to express your boundaries with compassion, but at the same mm-hmm. time you want to be honest and take right. personal responsibility. So it it again it's kind of a slippery slope. You have to practice it to get better at it, and you know mm-hmm. it's one of those mm-hmm. things that you may offend people when you first start uh, mm-hmm. you know trying to express your your boundaries, and and that's okay. Because you're practicing mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're learning how to become more compassionate as you express your boundaries. But to not express your boundaries is negating your value, and that's it's, right. It's taking away, it's taking away from, from, you know, loving yourself enough to mm-hmm. have those boundaries. And so, yeah. um, it, again, it's something in fearless living we talk about practice, practice, practice. You know, it's your intention to be able to express your your boundaries in a compassionate, um, loving way, and, but mm-hmm. that takes practice. So recognizing, mm-hmm. well, well, there's times I'm going to be, a, maybe I'm going to offend somebody, but that's not my intention. And, mm-hmm. and you know, just going at it using the tools that we've talked about throughout the, you know, the, the steps of steps to freedom. So, yeah. Yeah. But also not beating yourself up if you. Right aren't able to hold that boundary every single time because at first it's going to be hard and maybe easier Mm -hmm. with some people and harder with others. And so it's having compassion for yourself as well. And knowing that it's, you're not going to be able to hold that, um, you know, hold that line every single time at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And one thing I want to, one thing I want to emphasize too is, you know, we, and we talk about this in, in, in fly and fearless living and, you know, that is a boundary is any, is a, you would put this, a boundary in place with anybody in your life. It's not like you set a boundary for one person and it's different for another. It's, it's going to be, your boundary is going to be the same with whoever crosses it. You know, you don't get to like, you don't really choose like, Hey, I'm going to put a, you know, this one in place with this person and this one in place with this person, because really it's about what we accept and don't accept. And that's just across the board. That is yeah. with everybody that we meet, um, you know, and that and that is also something that clearly defines that it's a boundary for you. Is it mm-hmm. something that you would, you know, you would 
put in place with anybody that that is um, crossing the line in that sense for you. So I think that's kind of a really important thing to, um, you know, to, to share too. Um, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would you, could I give um, your, the listeners just a few um, pieces of information that if they're wanting to explore more about boundaries, I found a couple good websites and a um, couple good books. Um, yeah. Because I've been in, in the pursuit of learning more and more about this. Because like I said, it's been, you know, it's been a journey over the last three years to kind of really learn more about this because I find it fascinating. Um, but positivepsychology.com and psychcentral.com have some really good information on, on boundaries and what those look like, what are unhealthy boundaries, what are rigid, what are porous, what, you know, just different, different information and then how tools to help set those boundaries. Um, and then a book that is on Amazon is called Where to Draw the Line, and it's by Anne Catherine. And those are those are things that I would say um, tools that I would say are very helpful. Um, I actually am just ordering another one that's called um, Boundaries: When to Say Yes, How to Say No, to Take Control of Your Life. And there's workbooks for that and everything. So. Um, you can just get on Amazon, and there's a bunch of them, but those would, would be some that I would uh, recommend and people explore. So, Awesome. Thank you what so was much. The second, what was the second website? Um, second website was psychcentral.com. Was what? Psychcentral.com. Okay. Good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, we are out of time. I thank you both for being here. Uh, Christy, we thank you so much for staying up late and being on the show with us, especially when you're not feeling well. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Take care of yourself. It's always an interesting interesting discussion, and I love love, uh, being on it. So thank you guys again. Well, thank you. Thank you. We love having you here. We thank all of you listeners for coming back each week. Or if this is your first time, we really appreciate it. Keep coming on back. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Be fearless. (laughs)